Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Gonna turn it up, please. I done fell in love with Party at the bodega. What up, everybody? This is your man, Benz Pharrell. We're thinking out loud. How's everybody doing tonight? I hope everybody's doing swell. I'm sorry if I wasn't here for a little bit. I told you it's going to be a real slow week because I got things to do and business to handle. But we're going to get into business right now. Video shows a moment. Jack in the box employee opened fire on a drive through customer. All right, so... A jack-in-the-box employee in Texas opened fire on a drive through customer in March 2021, and now video has been released showing the moment the incident escalated. News sources reported that the incident happened at a jack-in-the-box near the George Bush Intercontinental Airport in Houston on March 3, 2021. That night, Florida resident Anthony Ramos picked up his pregnant wife and his six-year-old daughter from the airport. The family ordered food from the drive-thru and were met at the window by restaurant worker Alonia Ford. When Ramos received his food, he asked for the missing curly fries, which were denied by Ms. Ford. The two, become, the two became involved in a verbal argument, which was captured during the nearly 23-minute surveillance footage obtained by the news station. Ford left the video frame briefly and came back arguing even more. After about nine minutes, tensions escalated further when Ford left the window, took a firearm from her pocket, and put it back. I don't even know what that is. Oh, yeah, I can see her with the firearm. She got a little small pistol. All right, I see the picture. So she took a firearm from her pocket and put it back. One of Ford's co-workers attempted to calm the situation, but Ford returns and argued with Ramos even more. She then started throwing packets of ketchup at Ramos' truck, and he retaliated by throwing some of the items he received back at her. That's when the other employee closed and locked the drive through window until Ford unlocked it and reopened it. Ford grabbed the gun from her pocket, pointed it pointed at Ramos, and fired off multiple shots as he sped away. None of the bullets struck the occupants of the vehicle, or it didn't even hit the vehicle itself. Ford was ultimately convicted in court for aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, and her probation concluded in June. So that's that's the biggest thing that I'll be talking about on this podcast. I'll be like, yo, people are quick to pull out a gun. People are scared to catch a fade. You see what I'm saying? Uh, but if there was no gun in them situations, in those, in those circumstances, the argument would have never escalated it would have just been it would have been what it is but because she knew that she had a pistol somewhere in her person or in her book bag or wherever she went off briefly off of the camera view to go get her little gun and then come back and argue even further you see what i'm saying everybody got an ego and that's the problem that's the everybody this is the biggest thing that i preach on this podcast People are scared to catch a fade. Now, that's what I'm keep saying. If there was no pistol in the circumstances, she would not escalate it any further. She would have said what she wanted to say, and she would have left it at that. That's it. Because, because of the fact that she knew she had a gun, that's why she kept talking and talking and talking, and she would not give. Get what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen? 
Because you got a fucking pistol, you don't want to fucking stop arguing. You want to prove your point, no matter what. Because of the fact that you got a gun in your pocket. That's why I keep talking about, yo, you need to have some type of protocol, some type of, um, just like how you apply for your driver's license, they got to have some type of um, process on how to acquire a pistol, a gun, or a firearm. You see what I'm saying? If you don't pass the protocol, the testing of the firearm, the survey, you're not allowed to get a pistol. That's just how I see it. That's how America should have been around this situation. But now everybody got a pistol, and I'm pretty sure people are going to be like, I am not giving my pistol up. I'm pretty sure you're going to have that shit. That's why I'm like, bro, straight up. <clears throat> the gun thing, I'm telling you, people are scared to catch a fade. All right, because if there was no pistol in that situation, I'm watching the um, WNBA, Aja Wilson, the Aces, and versus the Wings. So I'm doing that at the same time while I'm podcasting. But I'm telling you, bro, if there was no pistol, this lady, this lady, um, I forgot her name already. But you know who I'm talking about. She would have never escalated. She would have never escalated the situation, period. She would have calmed down. Alonia Ford. She would have calmed down straight up. All right? Mr. Ramos uh, uh, received his food, and then he was asking for his missing curly fries, which were denied by Mrs. Ford. The two became involved in a verbal agreement, argument, a verbal, I mean, a verbal argument, I'm sorry, which was captured during the nearly 23-minute surveillance footage obtained by the news station. All right, so Ford left the video frame briefly and came back arguing even more. See what I'm saying? After about nine minutes, tensions escalated further when Ford left the window, took a firearm from her pocket, and put it back. One of Ford's co-workers attempted to calm the situation, but Ford returns and argues even more. Then she started throwing packets of ketchup at Ramos' truck, and then he retaliated. He retaliated by throwing some of the items he received back at him. That's when the other employee closed and locked the drive-through window until Ford unlocked it and reopened it. Ford grabbed the gun from her pocket, pointed it at Ramos, and fired off multiple shots, and he sped away. None of the bullets struck the occupants of the vehicle of the or the vehicle itself. Ford was ultimately convicted in court of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, and her probation concluded in June. See what I'm saying? I think, I think that's a um, felony right there. But that's what I've been saying. I've been saying that shit. Like me, when I go to work, I don't go to work with a pistol. I have no intentions to do that. But she went to work with a pistol. Shows you where her mind was at where her mind was at. And then she had probation. So she probably had to do a whole bunch of anger management courses and everything of that nature. So now look at what she put herself into. I don't know if she got a felony. I think that's a felony. I got to look it up. But straight up, people will not act the way they act if they didn't have the pistol. All right, all right, all right. Damn, what's up? Okay, this one is clean. I'm looking at the microphone. My back, y'all. All right. Ohio. Over 1,000 minors are reported missing by Cleveland this year, including almost 50 kids this month. More than 1,000 children have been reported missing around Cleveland this year, including 
nearly 50 miners who have seemingly just disappeared from the same area so far this month. According to the Ohio Attorney General's Office Missing Children website, a total of 1,072 children have been reported missing so far in 2023 from the Cleveland-Akron area. That includes more than 45 reported missing from the Cleveland-Akron area in September so far. In August, more than 35 miners were reported missing from the same area in Akron. Yes, of course, we are worried about that, Ohio Attorney General Dave Yoyce told news sources in an interview Monday. Now, what we know is when we look behind the numbers, some of those represents repeated runaways and local police have talked about that. All of these things have localized reporting problems that, again, are a function of local conditions. Yost said, we do our best to encourage compliance and improve insistence to remove barriers. But at the end of the day, we have to rely on our local partners that we don't control. I am fearful of all kinds of things that fall through the cracks that include missing children. The attorney general added, I rely on the tenacity of a worried parent more than I do a harried bureaucrat whose job is to put and data into the computer. Yo said the state is working with the University of Toledo to create and improve statewide data collection and reporting system. For now, the attorney general said reporting discrepancies, all right, and even search efforts are affected by what news sources worded as under-resourced law enforcement. Law enforcement can't be everywhere and can't see everything, Mr. Yost stated. We rely on the people, the population, because we have 11.7 million pairs of eyes out here that can keep an eye out on things. That's what he said. Nearly 30 children were reported missing in Cleveland area in the first two weeks of May. And and Newburgh Heights Police Chief John Majoy who also serves as the board president of the volunteer of nonprofit Cleveland Missing, told news sources that the number of 12 to 17 years olds reported missing had remained at unprecedented levels throughout the month, all right, from the ages 12 to 17 years old. For some reason in 2023, we've seen a lot more than we normally see, which is troubling in part because we don't know what's going on with some of these children, whether they're being trafficked or whether they're involved in gang activity or drugs. Mr. Majoy, Chief Majoy, told news sources in early June, describing the number of missing children in the area as something he had not seen in his 33-year career. There's always peaks and valleys with missing persons, but this year it seems like it's it's an extraordinary year. All right, so a group of Cleveland missing volunteers gathered in Slavic Village, Ohio, on Saturday to search for a 15-year-old Kashawn Williams, who has been missing for more than 90 days. Williams vanished from a house party on June 17th, Cleveland police stated. There's just not enough police officers in the street to do, to do this as law enforcement, Majority told news sources. The public is our greatest asset. We can't do this without the public. And the missing teen's grandmother, um, Mary Williams, told news sources she feels concerned about her grandson's whereabouts being ignored. If it's beyond that, 
and something unthinkable has happened, I know that the Lord is there, she stated. God is with her, and he's, and he's protected. And wherever he is, God is. I know that for sure. That's what the grandmother said, Mary Williams. Yeah, so that's what it's an extraordinary year of missing children. So that's something to ponder about what's really going on in Ohio. Not just o Ohio. Every major city in America, it's the same story, all right? Somebody just released this story in um, Ohio over there in Akron, Ohio. That's where LeBron James is from, I believe. Uh, so I wonder what's really going on over there. And trafficking is a big thing, but trafficking goes hand-in-hand -hand with runaways. It goes hand-in-hand. -hand. And, and um, gang activities. All of that correlates with... they all related to each other. Trafficking gang activities and runaways all of that are connected or interconnected together so you can't have one without the other basically that's what i'm saying so yeah it's a lot of children out there uh when i go to work i do see kids outside i don't know whose kids are there but they be running the streets at night i don't know it be young people too and I know they don't even know what the hell they doing. The police do grab them down here in Harris County, Houston, Texas. The police do grab them. Be like, hey, 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 I done seen one cop. Like, man, what? jumped out his patrol car. What the hell? Give me your goddamn ID. What the hell you doing out here? Who's Where your parents at? The kid was trying to act like, I think he was lying and he tried to say he was like, um, 22 years old, but obviously he's not 22 years old. It was obvious he was like 16, 15, because he ain't know what he was talking about. The police already knew there was already on to him and shit. What the hell? Give me your ID. What's your name? And all that shit, you know? And then they found his parents. I seen this time and time again. And you know, I'm, you know, I grew up in the ghetto. I live in the hood. So, you know, I seen it all. So I seen those things time and time again. And then, like I said, this type of thing happened in every major city in America. It's the same shit that you're going to, it's the same old story. See what I'm saying? So these kids out here, you got to try to talk to your kids, especially when they turn into a teenager. That's one of the most crucial times that you have to talk to your children. You have to be a parent. You know what I'm saying? You have to take accountability and you have to let your teenage child understand they have to take accountability for their actions and whatever they do out there in those streets. You have to be involved in your children's life, daily activities. You have to keep them occupied at the same time. But we're going to keep it moving along. What's next? All right. Baltimore police warn suspect at large and female CEO slaying will kill and rape again, right? The Baltimore police are warning a suspect that's at large. He was involved in killing a CEO. Baltimore police say that that tech CEO Pava Marie LaPerry was found dead in her apartment on Monday morning shortly after a missing persons report was received. LaPerry, 26 years old, was found dead Monday at 11.34 in the morning in the 300 block of West Franklin Street in Baltimore. Police said officers found that LaPerry had signs of blunt force trauma. 
Shortly before officers arrived at the apartment, a missing persons call was made and the investigation revealed homicide detectives are investigating her death. During the press conference, officials revealed that Jason Dean's Belingsley, 32 years old, is a suspect in the case and is wanted for the first degree murder, assault and other charges. Police don't believe Belingsley had any relationship with LaPerry. Belingsley was convicted of attempted rape and other violent crimes in 2011 and received a sentence of 30 years, but he was paroled in October of 2022. The Baltimore Medical Examiner Office took possession of her body, officials says. Belingsley is on the loose and hasn't been arrested. Uh, excuse me, Baltimore Acting Police Commissioner Richard Rowley also issued a warning about Belingsley. This individual will kill and he will rape. He will do anything he can to cause harm. So please be aware of your surroundings, Chief Worley says. He also had a message for Belingsley. If you're out there watching, hopefully you are. Every single police officer in Baltimore City, the state of Maryland, as well as the U.S. Marshals are looking for you. We will find you. So I would ask you to turn yourself in to any officer, any police station, because we will take you into custody eventually. And then we will turn it over to the state's attorney to prosecute you to the fullest. So please turn yourself in, he said. Baltimore Mayor Brandon Scott stated there's no way in hell he should have been out there on them streets. LaPerry was the CEO of Ecomap Technologies, which is based in Baltimore. She was a Forbes 30 Under 30 Award recipient in 2023 in the social impact category. Ecomap Technologies issued a statement on LaPerry's death on Facebook that says the news has shaken us all deeply. The circumstances surrounding Pava's death are deeply distressing, and our deepest condolences are with her family, friends, and loved ones during this incredibly devastating time. Pava was not only the visionary force behind Ecomat, but was also a deeply compassionate and dedicated leader, the company wrote. Her untiring commitment to our company, to Baltimore, to amplifying the critical work of ecosystems across the country, and to building a deeply inclusive culture as a leader, friend, and partner set a standard to, for leadership. All right, And her legacy will live on through the work we continue to do. As a team, and on behalf of our customers and the Ecomap community, we are devastated by this loss. And we pledge our unwavering support to the LaPerry family as they navigate through this heartbreaking period. We would also like to express our gratitude to the authorities and emergency services for their efforts and professionalism, they added. So, yeah, that's crazy. Boy, the, the dude got paroled out. So he got convicted in 2011. And in 2022, so how many years is that? That's um about 11 years. So he did hard time for 11 years, and then he got paroled out when he got when he got convicted for 30 years. So I don't know how he passed the parole board so he could get loose and stuff, but he's back at it again. And the mayor of Baltimore was like, he should have never been out there in the streets to begin with. So. That's going to mess up everything. All right. 
they already put this in the spotlight. So this is going to mess up another person that's trying to go through the parole board and try to turn his life over. You know what I'm saying? Because I wonder what he said to the parole board to convince them to let him out free, you know? I wonder what he said. They're probably going to keep that under wraps because other people are probably going to study his mannerisms and shit like that. And be like, man, what the hell he said to the parole board to let him go free and stuff? Because he got convicted for 30 years. And then he said something to the parole board to get him out. And this dude, from according to the mayor and according to the acting police chief of Baltimore, they said this dude right here, he likes to harm people and he likes to rape. He's into raping people. And that's crazy. And after watching um, D, um, DJ Academics, the interview um, off the record, he had an uh, interview with um, 1090 Jake, and I heard a lot of crazy-ass stories. 1090 Jake was talking about people getting raped in jail and stuff like that, talking about that, talking about people intestines getting blown out because they get sodomized in prison. I was like, what the hell? Hell nah. And you could see on uh, 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 Academic's face, he was like, what? He didn't even want to ask any more questions about that shit. He had enough. You could see the sultry in the man's face. He was like, what? Raped? He's like, yes. They'll stick a broomstick up your butthole and blow your intestines out. Man, Academic's face was so sultry. He was like, bro, I don't even want to talk about this no more. Let's talk about something else. He was distraught. I was distraught, too. I was like, what the hell? If, that, if those type of stories don't keep you from jail, I don't know what will. But as a black person, it's hard to, like, deter or get away from the police because the police just look at all black people as suspects and shit like that, which is very bad. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm like, yo, some of these police officers... They need to have some type of profound etiquette or they need to know how to ask questions so they could deter who's just minding their business and they don't want no problems with the police and who's really a criminal. They got they need to have like some sort of uh, um, training on that, too, because I like I didn't had a problem with a police officer. He was following me and I was minding my business. I wasn't even doing anything. I was over here minding my business, going to the storage unit to pay my bills. And then on top of it, the lady at the storage facility, she came out. I think I told this story already. But anyway, the lady from the storage facility, she jumped out the office and she cussed the police out. She's like, man, what you following him for? Uh-uh, he got business over here. Y'all need to go that way. What, y'all gonna lock up everybody that's black? What's wrong with you? He, he got business over here. Y'all need to keep it moving. There's probably some real criminal shit going on. You over here bothering people. She got on them police's asses so crazy because she seen them. She seen the police was following me. So she got out. She made it her business to get out the office and tell the police, what's up? He got business over here. He got, he got business in this facility. So why are you following my customers for? Why are you, are you badgering my customers? You need to get on out of here. You know, the officers wanted to say something to her, but he couldn't say nothing. You know, I think his body cam was on or something. And she got on their ass. She's like, man, get the fuck away from me. Ain't nothing going on here. 
then you don't see no activity around this street or nothing. It's very quiet here, and you're following this guy. You can see him going to the facility over here. He got business over here. This uh, this is a person I know for years because I've been in that I've been in that storage unit for years. I had it for more than five years. So I bet she been knew me. So for some odd reason, the police was following me and shit like that. You see what I'm saying? So with that being said, like, you know, this situation that happened in Baltimore, you know, that's the state's fault, uh, the the parole board's fault. They should have seen through his bullshit. So they're going to have to study that whole interview with this um, guy that's in the loose, on the loose right now. And they have to study that so that um, mistake don't happen again. And my condolences to the um, CEO lady, um, LaPerry, and her family for the loss and stuff. That's, that's a major loss because we do need more leaders in this society that we live in in America and stuff like that. But I'm going to cut this goddamn thing short. I know, ladies and gentlemen, I had to cut it short. I fumbled a little bit on pronunciating words. I don't know what's wrong with me today, but I'm going to keep it right. You already know what time it is. This is your man, Ben's Forever, thinking out loud. All you got to do is follow me on Instagram, which is Box Benji. All you got to do is type it in the search engine. That's Box Benji, B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. And then that's and that's the same name that you could use to go on TikTok. All right, I'm over here breathing hard and shit. That's because I'm a, I eat too much. I like to eat a lot. But you could type Box Benji in the search engine for TikTok as well because I'm extremely active on TikTok. It's freaking addictive. All right. So this is thinking out loud. I'm gonna talk to you later. Peace. It's the Harlem night. Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Gonna turn it up, please. I done fell in love with. Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Party at the Bodega. 